Formation, Pastor Ryan and Pastor Tyler here. Welcome to another episode of The Weekly, where each week we take an opportunity to explain the whys behind what we do as a church family. Uh, this week, we actually had a question come in from a member of our church regarding Q&A, uh, specifically about the whys behind uh, Q&A and why we do that. So um, if you, for some reason, haven't experienced it, more often than not, at the end of a sermon, we have a time for text message Q&A. So there's a number on virtually every slide. Mm-hmm. And people at any point in the in the message can text in their questions, and then I answer a handful of them at the end. Mm-hmm. But the specific question that came in was about just why we do that. And so in my mind, um, I've been doing this now, I guess, probably since about 2010, 2011. Um, and there's really four reasons why um, I think it's really valuable cool. and important. The first one is um, it gives me an opportunity to work with people in the room to further flesh out the application of the message. So the big thing I always say is like, if at some point you hear me say something and you want to know how it further applies to your situation, mm-hmm. text that question in. Okay. Those are always my my questions of of preference, preference? for yeah. sure. Um, so we want to further flesh out the application of a message. Secondly, I think it really gives me an opportunity to clarify anything that is unclear for people. So maybe I was confusing in the way that I said something or I addressed something very briefly that maybe needs a, to be uh, further explained. Then I don't always know what's clear and unclear. And so a great way for people to uh, help with that is to be able to ask a question mm. for more clarity. It's good. Um, third, and this one's much more specific, I would say, now that we're here in Salt Lake than like when we were in Chicago, for instance. Mm-hmm. Um I think it's really valuable in creating a culture where questions are welcomed. Mm. We're, we are in a city that is very uh, uniquely religious and um, the most common uh, religious expression in Salt Lake City is not always a very question-friendly religion. It's just kind of like, this is what we believe, believe it and be quiet about it. Mm-hmm. And so for people that we have had come and to be a part of our church uh, that have only experienced that, they're like blown away that it's a safe place to just ask any question that they want about what it is that we're talking about. Mm. And so that's been really valuable. And then the fourth one, this may not sound like super spiritual, but I just think it's fun. Like it's by far the thing I get the most feedback about regarding Mm -hmm. my own teaching, like is just like people, like I met with a new couple last week and they were like, we've never seen the Q and a thing before. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. And, um, usually it's a time when we can just kind of relax and laugh together. Um, and it's fun for me, like for people who don't know, generally speaking, 80 to 90% of what I say in a message is, is manuscripted. Mm. And so it's nice to just be able to dialogue with people about it. So that's really like why I think it's valuable, but I think something that would be really helpful for you to speak to, because I don't have anything to do with this part is, um, is how do we go about choosing what questions go up? Like, do yeah. all of the questions that come in go up? Yeah. Is there some criteria that we use? You're the one that really works with our production team on that. Yeah. So speak a little bit to just how questions get selected in general. Yeah, I think um, we're trying to have it be 
as value added as possible for mm -hmm. the entire group. And mm -hmm. so that can get a little bit complicated. Mm -hmm. uh, another thing that we're always trying to keep in mind is how long the kids workers have totally. had. Like I usually get feedback afterwards about whether or not they felt like the service went long. Mm -hmm. um, and so there are times when there are even like a ton of great questions and we have to sort of distill them down or combine them if they have similar themes or mm -hmm. something like that. Uh, but I think uh, as I coach the production team, as I'm seeing them, uh, I get them on my phone as well as a production team computer. And so seeing them and just trying to understand uh, what's kind of uh, like knowing that we don't always have the ability to do all of them. Or even mm -hmm. if we did, just like what are the best ones for the entire group? Yeah. Uh, it's a little bit different than just a one-on-one -on -one conversation. And so some of the things that we think through, I ask the production thing uh, team to think through is kind of a variety of filters that we go through. Okay. And so number one, the highest priority is kind of like what you said as far as your preference, uh, but it's how something in the sermon impacts a person or people directly. Mm -hmm. uh, and really what I mean is like you, when you say, you know, hey, I'm really struggling in this relationship. Mm -hmm. How would this apply to that situation? Right. I'm really struggling in this circumstance or with my boss or whatever the case, like how, and, and, and what I really view it as is this person feels kind of stuck mm -hmm. and would love to apply what's been shared but doesn't know how or would like you to speak into that mm -hmm. those are always going to be the top priority I think sometimes we get ones that are more kind of abstract or theoretical just like you know if you run into X, Y, and Z, mm -hmm. how might you handle that? And sometimes they're a little loft, like it's got to be like the perfect storm for that to come. And mm -hmm. so it might not be as relevant to the whole room. Um, I think another thing that we uh, really filter through is sometimes the questions that come in are more theological in nature. Mm -hmm. they, they might say, well, somewhere else in the Bible, it says this, what do you do with that? And I think uh, sometimes as long as we have time and mm -hmm. all the personal questions are answered first, then those theological questions may get fired. I think the one thing that sometimes a theological question comes in and it really has the vibe of like stump the pastor sort yeah, of a thing. I don't like that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's one of those like, can God create a rock that's too big for him to lift? And right. you're like, I don't think that God's really concerned about lifting rocks. <laughs> but, you know, you just it's that cyclical reasoning of like, mm -hmm. well, God can do anything, but right. then God can do anything. Right. So I don't know, you know, that kind of thing gets really complicated. And so if it just even has that sort of vibe or just uh, is combative in nature, um, it's probably not going to get fired on Sunday because the reality is, uh, especially some of those really like deep end theological questions can be very challenging for the rest of the room to even follow, mm -hmm. let alone like understand, like if you have the ability to immediately answer um, it still can kind of throw people sideways. I also think that in fairness, I think you are a really brilliant theologian. You understand a lot about what God's word has to say and how it applies to us. And a lot of things need to be studied on. Mm -hmm. And so you don't have the ability necessarily in the moment to give yeah. the most thorough answer to something yeah. really lofty like, like I remember that. at Redemption, when we started doing this early on, we were close to a seminary. And so we had a lot of seminarians who came to our church. And I remember like yeah. four or five times in a row getting a question about the, like the relationship between God's sovereignty and human free will. Mm -hmm. And I remember after the fifth time telling you and production people like, I don't ever want to answer that question again. And largely because, I mean, 
a, a countless number of books have been written trying to reconcile that balance. Sure. And I'm trying to answer these questions in like 60 seconds to two minutes. <laughs> right. And I don't think I can do justice to some of no. these things. And so it's just not helpful, which really, like, if I were to summarize what's the point of Q&A, it's to be helpful. Right. And, and that's helpful not helpful. to the room. Right. And so even some of the personal ones, every once in a while there might be one that's a little too personal or mm-hmm. has uh, some details that aren't good for the whole room. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that doesn't mean that any question that gets texted in that they couldn't follow up with you afterwards. Right. Come for pastoral uh, counseling. Yeah, absolutely. And then I think the last one is just like random FYI or info or, mm-hmm. you know, opinion questions about some of the things we do as a church. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the caveat to that is, is so sometimes your sermon might be on the topic of like community and you might really focus on formation groups. Mm -hmm. Then in that situation, a formation group question makes sense and would get posted. Mm -hmm. I think if if you just have a question about like what curriculum we're teaching, teaching in the kids ministry, Mm -hmm. uh, schedule a meeting. We can talk Mm -hmm. through that to you. Uh, You could talk to Clarissa as Mm -hmm. our children's admin, whatever the case might be, but we don't view the Q and a time as like a formation open forum. In general, we don't really agree with that approach Mm -hmm. to like asking questions and solving problems and that kind of thing. It's better done as a one-on-one. And so I think uh, we've had countless people in our church just mention that um, you're very available. Mm -hmm. And so if somebody really has a question about like why we're doing what we're doing or whatever, first of all, send in your question and we'll do a podcast episode on it. Yep. Um, Or, uh, it might just be best to schedule a meeting and ask the question because sometimes the question might be better suited for me than for you mm-hmm. or for someone else on our team. And so it just doesn't make sense yeah. that um, we'd, you know, fire, you know, just questions about, you know, where do we get the donuts from or, you know, that kind of like <laughs> right. it just that's not really what it's for. Yeah. It's genuinely about I heard everything that was said and I need clarification yeah. or Uh, here's where I'm struggling and I'm just not sure how to make it real life for me. Those are always going to be the priority and uh, others that don't fit that, um, you know, may or may not get shared, but the likelihood is probably not because we do need to get about the morning. Yeah. I would say the one way to guarantee your question does not go up as if it's combative. Yeah, for sure. That's the biggest thing that I've said. I'm just not, and it's not because I'm not like I'm to your point. I think it's just discerning the proper venue And, and if someone disagrees or takes issue with something that I've said or something that we believe, I am happy to have conversation about that, but I'm, yeah. I want to have conversation in private about that yeah. rather than, you know, getting into a, a debate with a screen, yeah. which is kind of what the Q and a is. Totally. It's Especially just not, for you. Yeah. It's yeah. just not the right venue yep. uh, to be able to do that. And so, you know. I think this has been super helpful in, in really helping people hopefully even know how to best uh, ask questions. Yeah. So hopefully that's been beneficial to you. Another thing that has been really great about this is if you send in, email your questions to info at formation SLC, we will certainly answer them uh, to the best of our ability. And so uh, as always, if you have uh, any questions about why we do what we do, then go ahead and send those in and we'd be happy to answer them. But until next week, we love you. We're praying for you and we will see you this Sunday. Thank you.